Buff Nation! Let's go! Unbelievable. What a weekend what, for Buff Nation. What a week. What a week, yeah. Jeez. What a week to be a buff. And <clears throat> this one will go down in the history books. Greatest recruiting weekend in the history of Colorado football. You could make that argument for sure. Um, I, I would probably say yes if you rope in Jordan Seaton. Yes. Uh, as long as you rope in Jordan Seaton, then yeah. And then you, you would have a much easier case to say most impactful um, as we move into next season. And Jake, this has been a long time coming. Oh, yeah. Um, this recruiting weekend. And honestly, as much as... As much hate as this moment got, Jake, it all dates back to the post-UCLA press conference. Yes, it does. That <laughs> is when this all began. Yep. Because Coach Prime stands up there, and he is asked, what is the big picture on how you're going to fix this offensive line or something along those, those lines? And he says, the big picture is we get new offensive linemen, and I'm going to paint that picture perfectly. <laughs> and Jake... From that day forward, the phones in Boulder were ringing off the hook. How could they not be? Exactly, because so many players wanted to play for this team. So many players wanted to play for Coach Prime. So many players wanted to play in front of Shador Sanders as he goes out there and puts together a Heisman campaign. So, again, the haters are always going to chirp about stuff like this and say, oh, why would these players keep playing for him and blah, 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 blah. Well, it worked. It worked, and people kept kept calling and calling and calling, and you know it put Colorado in a position to build this fantastic recruiting weekend, mm -hmm. where they brought in some of their top choices. Not all, because you know scheduling matters, right? Um, but f from the day that the transfer portal opened, they already had an idea of the guys that wanted to come here which is allowed people can tell you they're interested in you you just can't go reaching out to other yep. players and so colorado was able to say okay boom 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 bring these pieces together let's go do it and coach prime essentially fixes the entire offensive line now yep. again more tweaks more little things more stuff yes. to come but essentially fixes the entire offensive line a feat that was said to be un was said to be impossible he does it in 72 hours. Don't bet against Coach Prime. He's capable Amen. of anything and everything. Amen. Uh, this is DMVR Bros Prime Time. We're presented by Illegal Pete. It's like a cold open. <laughs> it was. I mean, it's too much excitement. Yeah. We had to go right into yeah. it. Uh, let's start with the big one then. And I mean big one. Former Houston guard, Tyler Johnson, commits to Colorado. He is a four-star transfer, according to 247 Sports Transfer Rankings, the 59th overall player. The number one interior offensive lineman is Bing. a buff. Bing! 6'5", yeah. 320. What's so interesting is that some places like rolled out a top 10 offensive lineman in the portal. Yep. I think it was on three, and he wasn't in it, which is so weird. But Meyer was, or Myers. Um, I wonder if they update that now, though, and move him up, especially when he gets the four-star billing. Tyler Johnson only entered the portal on December 7th, though. Yes. And then committed on the 9th over the weekend. Right. So it was very, very quick. It was quick. Like I said, uh, you know, some of the chess pieces were in place. Um, and, man, if it wasn't for Yakiri Walker, 
I know. Because we did on Friday's show. Last thing we did was who's going to be the next person to commit. I, I said Tyler Johnson. Uh, Kerry Walker jumped in front of him and got it. But this is massive. And to all the people out there, idiots really, um, <laughs> who are saying like, they already tried this last year. They had a full offensive line of transfers last year. It didn't work. A couple things. One, wrong. Just wrong. 40% of the offensive linemen of uh, the offensive line was returning players. Yes. Uh, two, they were, think about it. A year ago, yesterday, they had just gotten their first commit. Yeah. It Dylan was Dylan Edwards. Edwards. Yes. Um, they were behind the, the eight ball because it's a new staff. It's always harder to put together a class in your first year. So I think you said it was the 18th. When Taj Alston... 18th and 19th, yep. Uh, Taj Alston, Levante Bentley. First the, transfers. So again, they were behind the eight ball. Colorado already has six transfers committed. and Seven. Seven transfers committed. And at this time last year, they had zero. Mm -hmm. So again, look at that, first of all, to if you're looking for reasons why this will be different. And then two, just look at the quality of player. I mean, look at Tyler Johnson. This guy's a dog. He's a beast. He allowed, what, what was it? So according to PFF, 890 pass block snaps, two sacks allowed, one QB hit allowed with an 84.9 pass block grade. 890. Yeah. Uh, I'm not the best at math, but that's like 0.03%. Uh, <laughs> Close enough. Yes. yes. Uh, in terms of what he's, uh, the percentage that he's allowing a sack based on pass, uh, pass blocking snaps. Mm -hmm. Dude is... For real. And he also can block it up in the run game. Yeah, he's a mauler, man. He's got insanely strong hands. Um, as soon as he latches on to guys, they go nowhere. He's got some nastiness to him, too. He can get a little, like, uh, over, his, over his toes, you know, a bit unbalanced and stuff. But he's massive. He's going to be a difference maker. The left side of your offensive line is going to be Jordan Seaton and probably Tyler Johnson. I love that. And I'm a big fan of stacking the line, mm -hmm. stacking the deck, if you will. Uh, because you, it, you know, we talked about it last year. What was your identity? What was your bread and butter? Play? Right. Yeah. If I asked you that and I said, what's your bread and butter play? Well, Shador scrambling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would probably say it was like a Xavier Weaver comeback. Yeah. Or a hitch. Um, Travis on a curl, an eight yeah. yard curl. There you go. One of those two things. You need to have a play that you're just like, it's, it's a fourth quarter. We're down six. There's six minutes left what's the play we're calling on first and ten and if you can just call run to the left it could be inside zone it could be outside zone it could be whatever you know power um if you have that you're already ahead of a lot of teams mm -hmm. and so to have jordan seaton and tyler johnson over there should be that for this team you know um for the cowboys who you know are just yeah. killing it on offense it's a uh, tyron smith and tyler smith mm-hmm um, I think those are their names. I think so. Like, they just know. Yep. Those guys are going to win. And so this is huge for this team. Tyler Johnson, I think, it, had he committed last year at the current quality that he is right now, he might have been, you could make the argument, he was like the third best transfer. Oh, no doubt. Easily. Third most important transfer, if you will. Um, so he's number one right now for sure um, with a lot more to come. But this is this is a big deal. No doubt, man. Uh, this guy was a highly touted recruit, too, back when he was 
just a regular recruit. In 2019, was a four-star, 58th overall player, eighth overall offensive tackle. He ends up going to Texas, plays there until 2021. I don't think he actually saw the field in 2021. So he entered the portal, joined Houston last year. Um, I think he's a grad transfer. I don't know, though. 2019, he said he was a junior last year, so that's four years. But I want to say grad transfer with two years left. Okay, great. Even better. Yep. But yeah, what a massive get. Massive get. And uh, if you're excited about it, hit the thumbs up. Hit the thumbs up. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify as well. Next guy, another four-star transfer, Shema Mateer, the tight end out of Cincinnati. <laughs> you sped up when you said his name. Shema Mateer. I watched a clip. I heard them say his name. That's how they said it. That's Shema his name. Mateer. I love yes. it. You just, I just know that you knew I was going to be watching you, so you said it real fast. <laughs> no, someone tweeted out a clip of him scoring a touchdown last year for the Bearcats. And they said his name, and I was like, right there. Never going to forget it. They could have. Uh, they had quite a few to choose from. If yeah. They were looking for a clip of him scoring a touchdown last year. I believe five. Five touchdowns. Uh, 23 receptions for 258 yards. He had five touchdowns. I think he had four starts. Played in all, or 11 games. Missed one game, I think, at the very end of the year. He caught a pass in every game but three games that he played in. Um, and then just overall as a transfer, fifth overall tight end in the portal, 58th overall player. Was a four-star coming out of Miami, Florida, so a Florida boy as well. Yep. Uh, back in 2021, committed to Cincy, and, I mean, he's big. This is exactly what we needed at tight end. You needed size. You needed a receiving threat. You just needed an all-around tight end who can just help you be more versatile in your personnel and not be as predictable, not have to go out in 11 or 10 every down. Absolutely, and on Friday, I think it was, maybe, I was like, I'm tired of seeing these offers to 6'3", 235-pound tight ends. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not fixing the problem here. Well, boom. What is he, 6'5", 250? Uh, 6'5", 248. Yeah, so he's 6'5", 250 pounds. He's a big boy. Uh, and I believe he was ranked above Jalen Conyers in the transfer tight end rankings. Is that right? Let me pull that up right now. Jalen uh, Conyers committed to Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Yep. He's actually fourth. So, okay. so Shemama right, Tayer is right there. Right yeah. next to each other. Obviously... Uh, I know they took a look at both guys. They ended up siding with Mateer as their favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they went out and got their guy. Um, th- to me, they're not done. And, and No. Well, let no. me just first say this. People should be way more excited about Shimon Mateer than they are so far. The only reason they're not is because of the, the opposite of what Coach Prime said was going to happen happened. He said, we're going to roll it out one piece of good news at I a time. I know. Yeah, caught me off guard. And then I think they were just like, Nah, fuck it. Like, <laughs> I think the kids were probably just like, I want to commit. Like, I, this is fun. Like, yeah. everyone's so excited right now. I want to hop in on this wave. And so what happens is you get all of this news on Saturday. And then in the middle of NFL Sunday, it's like another one. And yep. everyone was just like uh, almost like sensory overload yeah. <laughs> of excitement over the buffs. But this is a big time, a four star. Um, so far, the second highest rated um, transfer they've gotten. This dude is serious. And uh, what was in a massive position in need. Uh-huh. So that being said, I also think they sh- they're not done at tight end. They need more, more there. And also, you stole him from a conference rival it's now. It's true. It's true. Going back to the Big 12. Um, okay, next guy then. Probably another starting piece on your offensive line. Justin Mayers. Yes. Former UTEP guard. Commits to Colorado, I believe, on Saturday. 
He was an All-Conference USA honorable mention this last year. He's listed at 6'3", 309. He's out of Frisco, Texas. Uh, he was a redshirt junior last year. So kind of the same thing. Was a 2019 recruit. I believe he's only a two-star recruit, but he's now a three-star transfer, rated the fifth overall interior lineman in the portal, and he's a buff. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. And I think he might end up getting the fourth star. He's not rated yet, is he? He is. He is? Yep. And they just gave him three? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I see. Does that change in the last they've, hour or yeah, so? Yeah, man. They've been just rolling him out. <clears throat> okay. Because I, I was looking this morning, and he had not been rated yet. That was his high school rating that was next to him. Um, yeah, he's got a transfer rating. So he has his transfer rating. All right. Well, I thought he should have been a four-star. Um, like you said, what? Top five interior offensive lineman yep, in the fifth portal? fifth overall. Um, dude is serious. And this goes to what I said, Jake. Now... UTEP, not quite, but Cincinnati and Houston, I said, Colorado is going to get starters from legitimate schools to come transfer to them. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, you get Tyler Johnson from Houston. You get Mateo from Cincinnati. And Myers is the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he play, obviously played at UTEP, which is a little smaller school. But it brings up an interesting question. Got two guards. Got a center who we'll get to in a second. Mm-hmm. You also still have Tyler Brown waiting in the wings. I know. Competition, not a bad thing for sure, mm-hmm. but it brings up some positional questions. Are you keeping Tyler Brown at guard? Are you considering moving him to center? Are you considering moving one of these guys to center? And obviously you wouldn't do it with Tyler Johnson, but maybe you'd do it with Myers. Well, the other caveat is all three of these guys are left guards. Tyler Brown, Justin Mayers, and uh, Tyler Johnson. They all yep. played left guard. Yep. So someone's going to have to move regardless. Yep. Um, just some PFF stats from this season for Justin Mayers. Overall grade was 77.9. That was 18th out of 640 guards. Pass block grade, 84.1, 39th out of 584 guards. Oof. And then running blocking grade, 76.3. That's 26th. So Look, premier interior offensive lineman. It looks like on three did give him a fourth star. Okay. Um, which, as you guys know, <laughs> I am loyal to whatever recruiting service gives our players the highest rating yep. in each specific vacuum. <laughs> uh, on three, though, not much uh, buff buzz this weekend for yeah, some reason. Where was that? I don't know. Where was the buzz from everyone? I don't know. No you one know, cared. The same people who were, you know, throwing their arms up in the air over Caleb Fourier. The same people posting November recruiting rankings. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. Uh, you'd think that, I don't know. Maybe they would keep that same energy. Just kidding. You would never think that they would <laughs> no. keep that same energy because they're haters. Um, but it was notable, like notably quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, I put out the four-step process. Man, we couldn't have hit on three and you four. You nailed that, bro. More this weekend. <laughs> the people pointing to the recruiting rankings over and over again, ignoring that Colorado is, I believe, 14th right now in average star. Or average, uh, they're composite. number one in the Big 12. They're up above teams like Michigan, Miami, Penn State. Number one in the Big 12. And, of course, Jake, number one in the transfer portal rankings. Yep. Uh, so we always said, I mean, anyone who's been following this knew exactly what the plan was. You go light on uh, high school recruits, but heavy on quality. Mm-hmm. And then you fill in all the gaps in the transfer portal. That's exactly what's unfolding. And, man, if people didn't do the... Recruiting rankings that I predicted, and then the other one was we already saw them do the transfers last <laughs> yeah. year. That one was everywhere this this weekend. Yep. Oh, that's all we're gonna hear the next eight months. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Someone was like, "All right, what's the next step?" I was like, 
oh no, we just stay in phase four for like a long yes, time now. Exactly. Oh, we have a spring portal like yeah. session to go through. We're just getting started here. Next guy, Khalil Benson, former Indiana right tackle. He's listed as an interior lineman on 247, um, but he played right tackle last year. I think he started all the games for the Hoosiers at right tackle. 6'6", 325. Big boy. Listed as the 120th overall player. He's got a three-star transfer rating. Uh, rated seventh interior offensive lineman again, though. Played right tackle last season for the Hoosiers. Was a redshirt junior. Was a 2020 commit. Uh, Torres ACL ahead of fall camp in 2020. Redshirted that year. Did not play 2021. Appeared in all 12 games with five starts in 22 and then started every game last year. But another piece, I mean, literally, they could go field a whole new offensive line right now if they wanted to. Yep. From left to right. Yep. Uh, all the way across the board. He, so this one is interesting, and, and it'll be so interesting to see kind of how many more offensive linemen they take um, because I still don't think they're done on the offensive line. Mm -hmm. And again, it they shouldn't be. Yeah. It brings up questions about who's playing where, who's starting, who's competing. Um, but this is another guy who only gave up one sack last season. Yeah. Beyond that, though, you take a little deeper dive in the numbers. He struggled a little bit in pass protection. Um, but one of the things that I think is so funny is that people hop on and they pull up some, you know, the PFF grades or whatever, and they're trying to say, make some point or, or another. <clears throat> you don't think that like Corey Phillips and his team watch the film on these guys <laughs> right. and have, have a reason why they're taking them. Yeah. Like and the same thing is true of Yukiri Walker. It's like, people are like, what are they doing? I just don't understand this blah. blah. I'm like, they, there's clearly a reason why they like him. Like yeah. they watched him. There's, there's something they like about him. Uh, there's rumors about a growth spurt. I haven't heard one way or another confirmed yet. If he did get up to that six, three, two ninety that some people were um, advertising, but they're not just like, it's not like guys just show up on campus and they're, and they're like, I'm committing. And the coaches are like, cool, great. Sounds good. What Who can are you, you do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they have gone through it and maybe um, with Benson, they feel like he has a really high ceiling. Maybe they feel like he was compensating for a guard next to him or whatever it may yeah. be. Um, there's a lot that goes into this stuff. And so my first reaction always is to trust the coaches and believe in what they're seeing that made them like these guys to bring them in on the very first transfer recruiting weekend of the season and lock them in. Mm -hmm. And not everyone had a committable offer that came this weekend. And, you know, maybe they wanted to get a closer look at them, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, then some of these guys go back out to the market. Maybe they're telling them, hey, look, we're bringing in a few more guys. Yeah. We want to see how that goes, but we could circle back to you. You know, feel free to explore at the, while you have it, you know, that opportunity as well. But when when these coaches put their stamp on somebody, there's a reason they're doing it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Trust the coaching staff. And but also one sack. Yes. I mean, this whole everyone they brought in combined gave up less sacks than <laughs> like several games last season. They probably all gave up less sacks than the person they're going to replace. Every single person. Oh, for sure. There's probably, but what I'm saying is like there were several games where they gave up eight, nine, yes. ten sacks, whereas these guys combined <laughs> yeah. gave up less than that. Yep. 
We got a wide receiver this weekend, too. Terrell Timmons Jr., former NC State wide receiver, is a buff. He's also a three-star transfer, 104th overall player, 22nd wide receiver. 6'2", 195. Uh, he played a bit last year. Um, played in all 12 games. I think he started a few early in the season, but only 11 receptions for 195 yards, no touchdowns. But I've heard that every time this guy catches the football, it's like a highlight real play. And that's the thing. Uh, I talked to a couple people about him, and three things stood out. Um, one, electrifying speed. Mm-hmm. And this is clearly something that they've been looking for. Um, you know, Tarveris Dawson, Jalen Ellis, like they're going to keep throwing darts when it comes to speed wide receivers because they want someone that they can line up on the outside and just send them straight. Um, Now, Tavares was maybe more of a slot guy, but remember Jalen Ellis is over six feet as well. They're looking for big and fast. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's uh, that's what uh, Terrell Timmons brings. Uh, The other thing is his route running is pretty solid. Like, you know, a lot of times you get these speed guys and it's just like, okay, well, they run one route. He actually uh, like had some nasty comeback routes, um, stuff like that. Do you know who his cousin is? Keenan Allen. One of the best route runners in the NFL. Yes. Uh, so there you go. That's a nice little bloodline to have and also a nice uh, person to be able to probably work sure. with in the offseason. Uh, and the last thing is ball skills. He has really good ball skills. Made some kind of highlight reel catches uh, going in and attacking the football. Um, I feel like my eyes have been ruined by Travis Hunter <laughs> yeah. because he's the best football tracker ever yep. as far as I'm concerned. Um, but then I have to like remind myself. I'm like, no, that's a nice play. Like he went yeah. and found that and went and got it. So the stats aren't there. He got jumped on the depth chart by an electric freshman at NC State. Okay, I think his name's like Conception. Like, <laughs> Let me see. Let me find out. <laughs> Conception. I don't know. Uh, he, he has an interesting name, but uh, dude came in and was just like, oh yeah, insane. you're right. <laughs> Kevin Concepcion or something like that. It, it's a C. It's not a T. <laughs> uh, I yeah, don't know, so man. We're just going to call him Kevin Conception. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, uh, he came in and just kind of took his spot. And so that's why he didn't get as much playing time this year. But um, size, speed and ball skill or size, speed, route running and ball skills. Like yep. that's that's a guy that you take a flyer on. Um, and we know Shador is always going to have the confidence to just throw it up there and let his guys make plays. So if you have someone who's willing and able to do all those things, hard not to think he will be an asset at some point. He was only a 2022 recruit, uh, was a true sophomore last year. So the guy has at least two years to play. Next guy is... Um, I think it's just on to Yukiri Walker. And that's yep. former UConn center Yukiri Walker was not on the original list of visitors, but he did visit this weekend. Was there? Was offered, um, and so committed. Obviously, did they confirm that? I think. Uh, but Yukiri Walker, he played center for UConn. Started all their games last year. Uh, you talk, You briefly mentioned it. He's only listed at six three two sixty seven. Uh, apparently he's got a three-star transfer rating though still so i guess everyone's been rated who's committed over the weekend dang that w- i mean i literally looked at this not long ago yeah you're right everyone uh 
See, I'm I'm on 247, and they still have Myers as his high school rating. On his page, it said it had a transfer rating, though. Okay. Um. Anyways. But Yukiri Walker, he's out of DeSoto, Texas, went to DeSoto High School. Um, and with that weight, I think, look, we saw what Coach Mo did last offseason. Yeah. If you find an offensive lineman who you think has the mind and you know the movement ability to play at this level and just needs to bulk up, Coach Mo is the guy to get them to that point. Amen. Um, yeah, obviously he's undersized. Uh, unless the second number that came out of the 63290, which would be really nice. Uh-huh. Um, if he's not, then it would be nice to get him there. Um, and Coach Mo is obviously a great person to help with this. Dude is great out on the move. Obviously, that's what you're going to be good at if you're undersized. Yep. But, yeah, this is a that was an interesting one, a name that I hadn't heard. Um, just kind of showed up and yep. committed, and it was like, oh. First okay. one, too. Yeah, exactly, like early Saturday morning. So uh, there you go. Um, Coach Mo's got his work cut out. He does. Um, that's it so far from this weekend. Uh, Robert Unige, the other Houston, right? Or is he Indiana? Concepcion. Concepcion. What? Robert Unige. Was he Houston? He was Houston, yes. So he tweeted a few things. Um, I think he even tweeted out a picture of being there. Didn't tweet the wall, obviously. Um, and then Will Shepard. He was there this weekend. He was offered over the weekend when he was there. And then his dad put out this tweet. Uh, Will Shepard has not committed, but I'm pretty sure this is his dad. It says Willie Shepard. As a former college athlete, college football should be worried of more young men visiting Boulder. Coach Prime and staff are 100% it. And no disrespect, but I don't feel many in Door Nation, uh, Commodore Nation for the (laughs) Vanderbilt, says top to bottom know what it is when they see it. I wish everybody the best, truly deuces. Was it? I mean, there's a couple of these that were like as close to a commitment as yes. you can get without being. Well, committed. Khalil Benson posted the wall picture, said like, "I'm all in, blah blah." But it's like you didn't say the word, I bro. Know. Like you got to say the word. Yeah, and, and that's what everyone is responding to him like, yes. "Is this real? Is this commitment?" And then he quote tweets himself, says, "Hashtag committed." Yes. It's like you forgot an important part of that. Yeah. Um, but the other guy from Indiana, Bedford, uh-huh. uh huh, also kind of like posted something. Yeah, like, the he had a locker pick. Yeah, in the locker. thanks for giving me the opportunity to join mm-hmm. the family or something like that. And it was like, so are you joining the family? <laughs> I guess not. Uh, but uh, another one here with Will Shepard, um, where it's like, okay, it feels like this one is just teetering on the edge. Yep. But damn near everyone in the country wants Will Shepard. Oh yeah, one of if not the most highly coveted receiver in the portal right now. Uh, I can check the portal rankings. He might be the number one wide receiver. He is number seven, actually. There's okay. a few guys ahead of him. Including Baby T.O.? Um, he is actually number nine. Oh, okay. Or, no, what's his name again? Cordell Russell. Russell. He's number 20. Oh, wow. Okay, far down there. Six touchdowns last year. Um, but anyways, Will Shepard, did you, did you see the... Um, the message board geniuses post about Will Shepard. Yes. <laughs> Some someone obviously like parading as a fake fan, like talking who was it? It was a uh, 
Gosh, I can't remember what program it was, but it was like, like Ole Miss or something. Yeah, they're like, my wife agreed. Let's just donate all of our Christmas money to the NIL to get this guy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like me and my wife made the tough decision. We're not doing Christmas presents for the kids this year. We're just donating all that money to the NIL collective so we can get that uh, wide receiver from Vanderbilt. I think it was uh, South Carolina was the yeah. message board. That's great. Uh, what a but weekend. Though. Anyways, you should feel really good about where they stand with Will Shepard. Mm-hmm. Um, but also know <clears throat> that, especially when a player is coveted like that, they're going to have to say no yeah. uh, to a lot of people and a lot of things um, before the saga is over. Yeah, we're just getting started. That was just this weekend. Um, and we didn't even get to the last commitment yet, which is Draylon Miller. But we'll get there after outside of this break unless you have something one thing that uh, that i heard this weekend Uh that i was so excited to come and share on the show today coach prime spoiled it for me he spoiled my big scoop which was this was uh the offensive line weekend Mm. next week is defensive line weekend i was like oh that's such a fun little like theme week for (laughs) us to lead into and then uh, Coach Prime tweets it this morning. I know. He's like, we're going to get a couple more dogs on offense, and then it's time for defense. He said the big saps, I think. Yeah, and he was like, this weekend or something like yep. that. So uh, there you go. It's, uh, it's a fun time to be a Buffs fan. It's a great time, man. Hit that thumbs up. Shout out to our great friends over at Game Time. Whatever city you're in, wherever you are, um, if you want to go to a game, sporting event, concert, shows, whatever's going on, Check out Game Time. They take all the guesswork out of buying tickets. Uh, we'll mention Buffs basketball here in a bit, but man, big win from them. Mm-hmm. They're coming home for like a four-game homestand here mm-hmm. before the holidays. So if you want to get in, check out Game Time and use that promo code Buffs, B-U-F-F-S, create an account. Use the promo code Buffs for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Buffs, B-U-F-F-S, for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Also, shout out to our friends over at Breck Distillery. Not on the table right now, but oftentimes on the table over here. And um, if you're like me, you like a celebratory glass of bourbon Mm. after, you know, someone like Tyler Johnson commits. Yep. Um, But for me, when I want a celebratory bourbon, I want it to have a little sweetness to it. You know, it feels like you're treating yourself. Uh, and that's one of the things that Breckenridge Distillery does great is adding that little bit of sweetness uh, to make it really feel celebratory, feel like maybe like a little dessert drink uh, or an opera dinner drink. <laughs> um, so uh, check out our friends over at Breck Distillery. Go to BreckenridgeDistillery.com uh, to see their entire line of award-winning Breckenridge spirits. Breckenridge Distillery, opera anywhere. Wow, well done. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess we'll start with Draylon Miller, and then we'll talk about AB after that. But both the guys that we said, you said Tyler Johnson, I yes. said Draylon Miller. Yes. And Is it Draylon or Draylon? I think it's Draylon. Man, I hear people <laughs> say just these. Dray. No, I just try to replicate what I hear people say these names as. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's Fair all enough. I'm trying to do. Um, but this kid is electric. One of the best recruits in the nation, one of the most versatile recruits in the nation. Six foot 190 out of Silsby, Texas. 65th overall player, 14th overall wide receiver. He did it all. He played Wildcat quarterback, played running back, wide receiver, played defensive, uh, defensive back, and I think he also returned kicks. Uh, this guy is just an all around weapon. 
Yeah, and he is a beast. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were kind of going back and forth in our group chat with Dre talking about him this weekend. Um, and Dre was like really talking about what he thinks he could bring to the backfield in, you know, special packages and stuff like that. And I woke up this morning. Mm -hmm. I had like three sips of coffee <laughs> and then it hit me. I was trying to figure out a comp because I was like, he's like a, a big body wide receiver. And Dre's like, ah, he could be used as like a speed bag. And I was like, it's <laughs> I feel like we're seeing two different people. And then huh. two sips of coffee. And I was like, LaVisca Chenault. <laughs> yep. So I went and I looked. What was LaVisca Chenault listed as coming out of high school? He was listed at six foot 195. I think he ended up at like 6'1", 208 uh, for his playing weight. But so I'm, I'm all excited about that. And then I go and look at Draylon's commitment video. And what does he have spliced in there? Debo Samuel. Yep. Who is LaVisca Chenault. That's uh, the prototype. Final form. Yeah. You know, like like holographic Pokemon, <laughs> yes. the top one. Gold lettering, yes. all that shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and so now I'm like, that has set my <laughs> Draylon Miller uh, excitement to the absolute moon. Yep. He is that type of weapon. He's a pain in the ass to try and bring down. He's powerful when he runs, but also fast. He can go in contested catches. Um so whether you want to go the LaVisca Chenault route or you want to go the Debo Samuel route, like that's the kind of player and the kind of style of player um, that he clearly wants to be. And that should excite all Buffs fans. No doubt. Uh, last year, his 2023 high school stats, 26 rushing attempts for 238 yards, one rushing touchdown. That's 9.2 yards per carry, by the way. Mike, Mike is saying Draylon. That's what I said. You said Draylon. Draylon. Draylon, Draylon. You said Draylon. I don't know what I said then. You're <laughs> make, I don't even know what I say half the I time now. I said Draylon. The, the apostrophe is what makes you like... There is no apostrophe. There is. No, there's not. No, there's not. Are we sure? I'm positive. It's Draylon Miller. I think there is an apostrophe. No, there's not. Okay, you're right. No apostrophe. <laughs> I told you. Wait, on three has him as an apostrophe. Two four seven has no apostrophe. His own Twitter page does not have an apostrophe. Okay. I'm just saying. At least it wasn't just me. <laughs> um, he had 53 receptions for 1,027 yards. That's 19.4 yards per reception, with 11 receiving touchdowns. Had one interception as well. Uh, he plays basketball. This guy is just an all-around athlete. Uh, Silsby finished 12 and one, uh, made it to the third round of the Texas 4A Division II playoffs. Just an all-around beast, man. Yeah, he's going to be a weapon for anything you want him to do. Kick returner. Uh, we'll see if he becomes one of those two-way players for them. What? I'm lo I'm literally just looking through Twitter right now, and it is crazy. Like, Hayes Fawcett put the apostrophe in there. Rivals put the apostrophe in there. Not that they're obviously just following other people. Barstool put the apostrophe in there. But 247 and the guy himself do not have the apostrophe. I'm not saying <laughs> one thing or the other. I'm just confused. Maybe we'll have to Adam get... had no apostrophe. There you go. Um, I trust Adam. We need just confirmation from him. We just uh, need to get DNVR, no apostrophe in, in the graphic. We need to get Draylon on the show and then we can find out for sure. Yes, exactly. Traylon. Traylon. Whatever, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Either way, 
Doesn't matter how you spell it. He's a dog. He is a dog. Uh, and he is a fun weapon. And Not I think, one that they really have uh, in the Oh, right no. Now. I mean, it's literally like if Dylan was four inches taller and 30 pounds heavier almost. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much what he is. Yeah, see, I don't see that at all. But you I mean, he's definitely more of a wide that. receiver, like in that same like hybrid type of role, though. That they wanted for Dylan. Yeah, no, I I totally see the hybrid role, but it's kind of like the old, um, like the West Coast offense, especially the new age West Coast offense, loves the like big slot. Mm-hmm. It's like that's kind of how you're using him, and right. you're using him on jet sweeps because not because you think he's going to put his foot in the ground, juke someone out, and go to the house, because you think he's going to get ahead of steam and run someone over uh, at the sticks and get the first. Right, time. and he still could go to the house. He definitely has that type of speed, but like. You're you want all of that muscle with a head of steam, you know, going at defenders, especially in the secondary. Yep. I think this uh, commitment was met with a lot of enthusiasm and just joy from Buffs fans because the day before Aaron Butler decommitted. Yep. Yep. Kind of atomic buff. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of a trade off (laughs) there. Um, And one that I mean, if you guys were listening closely, I told you it was going to happen like a month ago. Um, the writing's been on the wall for a long time. Yep, yep. Uh, unfortunate. Um, his dad, who has been a huge supporter of everything that Coach Prime is doing and everything that the Buffs are doing, um, is kind of opened up about it and yeah. gave some little details. A bit. Um, it, I think what you can do, what, what I would just say is, you chalk this one up to the new age of college football. Um, yeah. Things like this are going to happen. Yeah. Um, for what it's worth, Draylon Miller's ranked above Aaron Butler. Basically, all the rankings. Yep. They, the rankings love Draylon Miller. Yeah. Draylon Miller. Uh, he's apparent. Miller's probably or apparently twenty pounds heavier than Aaron Butler is, according to two four seven listings. He's big. Yeah, he is. Who? A B or Miller? Uh, six one one ninety for Draylon Miller. Oh, so ES- ESPN has him at two oh five. That's crazy. Do they have a? Do they have an apostrophe? Maybe the apostrophe <laughs> yeah, adds a little can they weight. Settle the apostrophe for us. <laughs> um, but yeah, AB's dad was obviously very vocal on Twitter. Um, I he still was like, I think giving love to the Buffs and what was going on. Obviously, too. I mean, you said that, but totally. Even just. He was getting, I'm sure, a lot of mentions and a lot of people wondering why, what's going on. I mean, it blew up mine, people yep. sending me his tweets. But he seems like he still supports the program quite a bit. And they go back. They they played together. Yeah. And, you know, he was kind of defending AB. Um, cause he was like, oh, he's just chasing the bag. And he was like, well, if he wanted to chase the bag, he should go to Colorado because the NIL exactly. opportunity beyond whatever you're getting from a collective is better at Colorado than it is anywhere else in the country, which I agree with. I mean, no one else is getting their players in Google commercials. Right. Um, and <laughs> I'm sure Google pays. Yes. Um, so it's unfortunate. Um, but as always, you tip your cap. You understand that everything, everyone's situation is different and you wish them the absolute best. Um, and here's the thing. They've been talking about Draylon Miller. He came on visits throughout the last like month and a half of the season. Like, It wasn't a secret that they were recruited. CU was recruiting him really hard, and they wanted him. Maybe that played a factor. Who knows? Yep. But 
I think if there's anything we've learned from this Coach Prime era already at Colorado is they're going to be able to get these top-of-the-line athletes, two-way players, and if one leaves, there's just another one ready to step right up and take their spot. Yep. So is basically literally what happened. ESPN put the apostrophe and 15 pounds on him. 15-pound apostrophe. We'll I will it. say this. The fact that it's not just his at, like his at doesn't have it, but you can't have it in your at. Right. He it's also his has his na display name. Yes. No. So I'm, I'm going team no apostrophe. Thank you. <laughs> Took five minutes, but we got you there. I was never on any team. I was just confused. It sounds like you were a pro. I don't think it did. All right. Uh, more recruiting news. Do you remember Mantrez Walker? Oh, Ryan? last thing on this. Go ahead. Draylon Miller is currently the ninth highest rated recruit in Colorado history. He's like on the edge. We've talked and about AB being on the fringe of five star. He really is when you look at the rankings. I mean, he's like what? Like a 96, 97 composite? Is 97 uh, just closed a five star? Because I think he's 96.95 right now on his composite score. I will pull or up his page. So I can tell you AB's composite score was 0.949. Yep. Draylon was 0 .69, 0 0.969. 0.969. I mean, he could very well get that fifth star. Not that it matters, but it is fun. Um, here, I'll pull up the overall recruiting rankings and see. Um, but do you remember Mantras Walker? Yes, of course. He said, he put out a tweet. This was today at 7 a.m. Tune in tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. That's happened. No, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he is a three-star linebacker out of Buford, Georgia. Uh, I think, I can't remember if he was committed to Michigan or not. He was. Decommitted in September. Um... He got a CU offer in August. I think he's been here on an unofficial visit. But uh, he obviously had great interest in the buffs. He could be another commit coming very soon to Colorado. Another linebacker, too. Yep. And, I mean, going back to Draylon Miller a little bit, and then well, a lot of people in the comments are talking about Cam McKell. Um, speed, speed, oh, yeah. speed, speed, speed. McKell is like electric fast one of the fastest um, in the nation yes and then like we kind of mentioned uh draylon's kind of that that lavisca type mm -hmm. uh debo speed where it's like oh my god this guy is does not look fun to tackle yep. because he's moving real fast and he's real big okay so back to the ratings thing the last five star that i see in this year's rankings is number 33 xavier filsami 31st overall player. He's got a 9.985. Okay. And then the player after him, the 34th overall player, is Luke Cromenhoek. Uh, that's a quarterback committed to FSU. He's got a 0.972. Okay. So, so somewhere between 9.7 and 9.8. Somewhere between 9.72 and 9.856, which is, I guess, a pretty sizable gap still. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, he's knocking on the door. Uh, last bit of recruiting. Or actually, no. We got a few more. Uh, Cardell Russell, we talked about him earlier in the show. Former TCU wide receiver, was a four-star, I believe, in last year's class. Really young kid. Yeah, 2023 four-star. He put on his Instagram story, he's visiting Colorado this weekend. Let's go. Six touchdowns last season. Yep. 
Listed at 6'2", 200 pounds. Was the 100th overall recruit. Uh, Four-star again. He had a .954 for what it's worth. Uh, He was a basketball and track and field athlete in high school. He's got great speed. Could be another... Big receiver. He kind of fits that uh, that Zay Weaver, Will Shepard mold they're kind of going for. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. that bigger, uh, almost kind of like Draylon Miller, just like big speed guy. Yeah, your ex-wide receiver. Yes, exactly. And then final piece of news. Um, we have had a few decommits in the 24 and 25 class, obviously. But Michael Welsh, the running back out of Georgia, Milledgeville, Georgia, Baldwin High School, three-star player, 746 overall, 59210, has been adamant that he is locked in and tweeted multiple things over the weekend that he yep. can't wait to sign. Yep. So he is locked in and ready to go. Love it. Uh, I love the video of him working on his footwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you just see um, the grass underneath him is just absolutely torn to pieces because <laughs> yeah. he's that big kind of bowling ball back who just digs into the ground. I. I can't remember if this is an episode two or three of the Coach Prime documentary, but when he talks about the running back archetype... I think it's one, actually. Is it one? Okay. Yeah. Well, Michael Welsh felt fits what Coach Prime was talking about. Totally. He says he wants his short, stocky running backs. Oh, I've got great news now. Um, so I was going to say Colorado is now 29th in the overall recruiting ranking, according to 247 Sports. They're up to 25 now. Let's go. Uh, again, in... in Incredible average for the recruits, 90.11. And that's concluding both. This is now yeah, the overall is... transfer added to uh, high school recruits. Yep. So that average, I mean, we already kind of mentioned it's better than South Carolina. It's better than Michigan. It's right there with USC. It's better than Penn State, better than LSU, better than Oklahoma, better than Miami. Yep. I mean, they're recruiting as good as any team in the country is right now. Exactly. Exactly. And... It's so, again, it's one of those funny things that people are posting those rankings way back when, and now they've gone completely silent. Um, Or even the people who are now responding to it are like, what, they're only up to 50. Like, again, (laughs) take in the full picture. I know you're capable of it, but you're purposely trying to save face. And what's funny is even the people who are now pointing out that they're, what, like 50th in the... I'm pulling it up right now. They are ranked 49. in the actual like 2024 recruiting rankings. Just 54th. for high school players, so they're 54. Yeah. Even that's going to end up going up. Well, Even they, that's going to end up being way higher. And they have a ridiculous average when it comes to just high school recruits. 91.08. They're higher than the 35, 40 teams ahead of them. I tried to sort by that earlier, and it, yeah, didn't, it, it didn't work. It's not great. <laughs> but I think I, ha- I counted it out, and I had them at 14th in average rating on the 2024 class. Um, so, man, the, at the end, they're probably going to have the number one transfer portal class again. Um, that one, I would say, probably gets into the 20s mm-hmm. in terms of just the that class. And when you combine the two, it's going to be top 15 recruiting. Yep. Top 15 recruiting or better. Um, this staff is killing it, and there's a reason why they're focusing on transfers because as Coach Prime literally said to me in the Utah press conference, a plethora of transfers are coming in. Why? Because we want to win now. Yep. Um, and this isn't even mentioning the potential 2024 flips they could get. Yep. A Boo Carter being in there. I'm sure, I mean, there could be a guy that we're not even talking about that could be flipped. Totally. Um, 
And the, the other thing is like, if this CU, music is on point right now, bro. <laughs> if CU wanted to have a top, fit, a top twenty uh-huh. high school recru- recruiting class, they could absolutely do it. Fill out your class with high three stars. You know, you have your four stars. You try and flip a couple four and five stars late. Like they absolutely would have it, but mm-hmm. they only have what fifteen. I. We don't know. Coach hasn't exactly told us how many he held back from last year. He always says seven to nine, eight to ten, something yeah. like that. And then, so what I was saying though, in terms of high school recruits oh, committed. Oh, okay. Oh, how many do they have now? Yeah, I think it's only nine or ten. So there you go. Oh yeah, fifteen with the transfers, I believe. Um, um I'll pull it up. So here. they've gone light on that, so they can go heavier on the transfer portal, and they don't want to bring in three-star recruits that might be good three years from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not the the process that they're doing right now. What you're going to see is that next year they're going to go crazy on the field and they'll start bringing in more and more high school kids, but they'll be able to keep up the quality while increasing the quantity rather than doing what most schools had done in the past. Like a Mike McIntyre class would have had like two four-stars and then just like, 23 stars yeah they're just not going to the deck exactly they're just not going to do that and there's not necessarily anything wrong with that because what you're trying to say is okay we're gonna hit on these four stars and then we're hoping to hit on half of the three stars and if we can do that at a consistent rate like we'll be able to keep a good roster together Mm -hmm. coach prime's just not doing it he's like give me grown men and then give me one give me high school recruits that i'm really confident in their abilities Mm -hmm. 10 hard commits in the 2024 class, six transfers so far. So only 16 total. Um, again, quality over quantity. Shout out to our friends at Circa, our wonderful friends at Circa. Uh, you're headed there at the end of the month, right? Yes, sir. For Broncos, Broncos Raiders. Raiders. How about those Broncos, by the Ooh, way, baby? That was fun. Man, what a day yesterday was. <laughs> I haven't rewatched a Broncos game all year. That might be one for me. Like Let's I, go. I truly enjoyed that. Um, I need to rewatch it because yesterday was just insane. Had a basketball game, had all these mm, commits true. and stuff coming to trying to write during the whole thing. Um, but anyway, shout out to Circa. They're amazing. You can come hang out with the DMVR Broncos crew. Uh, I believe at the beginning of January is week 18. And then, of course, the Super Bowl is out there in Vegas. Uh, we may be out there in Vegas for that weekend as well. Yep. Uh, but Circa's amazing. They got over 500 luxury rooms. They got Stadium Swim, which is just like a marvel of modern engineering. And then one of the coolest casinos and sports books uh, out there in Vegas. If you're heading out for Broncos, Raiders, Avs, Knights, Pac-12, or Mountain West alum, book your stay with code DMVR20 for 20% off. And also check out the Circa Sportsbook app. It's available in Colorado now. You can download the app at CircaSports.com. Circa Sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older, all rights reserved. Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. Also, get over to Hero Bread and use that code DNVR to get 10% off. their delicious breads, tortillas, buns, anything that you need. And if you want it in a low to no carb uh, style, Hero Bread is the place for you. Uh, the bread is delicious. But I legitimately put my name on the tortillas. Like I, st- that is the official number one highest seal of approval I can give to a product. Goes to the Hero Bread tortillas. Those things are amazing, and I have not had one person who has believed me and gone out and got these low carb tortillas from Hero Bread say I was wrong. Everyone says I'm right. 
Um, so check them out and use the code DNVR at Hero.co. That's Hero.co for 10% off the delicious products from our friends at Hero Bread. All right. Um, let's just talk about Coach and Shador here. Because the gratitude that they showed over the weekend and just the way that they were kind of hyping up the weekend and tweeting about it and talking about it. I loved it. We got the words from Coach on Friday, too, yep. about uh, everything that basically is loves about Boulder and wants to do here at Colorado. Um, but he put out a selfie and said, I'm so thankful I can't help but sw- smile. Wow, God is good on December 10th. Like, less than an hour after that, Draylon Miller committed. Yeah. Um, and then he put out this tweet this morning, six hours ago. I'm so thankful for all the recruits that's committed and submitted to this program, the parents of the young man and our staff. Wow, what a week. But guess what? We're going to drop a few more dogs on you offensively. And then this weekend, the defense gets all the focus, especially them saps. Hashtag Coach Prime. Bang. And then that sh- is big time. <laughs> and it comes on the heels mm-hmm. of the quote that he said to, uh, I believe it was NBC News. Is that who that was? Yes. Uh, and it was actually a buff. Yeah. Uh, who he was speaking to, Savannah Sellers, um, who is the anchor for NBC News Now. Um, so I assume that's what we were, uh, we were watching there. Um, Coach Prime said, quote, I love Boulder, Colorado. I don't plan on being anywhere else in my coaching career. I want to ride off on a white horse with a black hat into the sunset in Boulder, Colorado, winning a championship. Actually, championships, plural. That's what I want to do. I mean, what else do you need to hear at this point? Well, that is a huge step. Yes. From what he said last time, which was still a commitment. Um, right. But people were trying to poke holes in it. He said, I'm here. My dog's here. My sister's here. My kids are here. He retweeted that again, by the way, over the weekend. He did. Yes. But so that was his thing. Is he's saying, I'm here. Uh-huh. And people are saying, well, that doesn't mean he's going to be here. <laughs> so then what does he do? He comes out and gives this, which is about as far as you can possibly go with one of these things. Yeah. I want to retire here. I want to ride off on a white horse with a black hat into the sunset of Boulder, Colorado. That is the ultimate stamp of I want to be here. It doesn't guarantee anything. We all know that. But if there was any question about the semantics of what he was saying, he removed all doubt. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, people that didn't like what he said when he was asked about the A&M job, like they're kind of in the season and it was ridiculous anyway because he wasn't officially linked to it in any capacity. No one was reporting it. It was all just... Speculation. Yeah, speculation and hearsay that, oh, Coach Prime was going to go to A&M. So now that, you know, the season's done, he's been able to kind of step back a bit and just get into the recruiting mode, what he does best, and puts out this statement, uh, this just reconfirmation of his love for Boulder, because I think his love for Boulder has been apparent for the entire year he's been here so far. Like how he embraces Peggy, how he embraces Rick George, uh, the basketball teams. Of course, Shelamai is on the team, but just how he talks about uh, pumping up all the athletics here at CU and what he wants to do for the future of the program. He's recruiting Noble Laureates. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he loves CU. He really loves CU. Yeah, he loves it here. Um, You had um, Constance Mm -hmm. on the Rich Eisen show saying he wants to be here. Like He's like so incredibly comfortable. I joked on Twitter the other night that he's like 
He's gone full Colorado on a big Saturday night. He was wearing sweats, slippers, and a flannel. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, yeah, he's, he yep. loves it here. Yep. He loves it here. Um, so it's uh, everyone can breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief, I think, that if they were worried about Coach Prime leaving. Well, at the same time, acknowledging that nothing lasts forever. Um, and, you know, Colorado has to keep holding up their end of the bargain when it comes to keeping Coach Prime around. But, you know, when people, when he was hired, remember there was all these questions and concerns about um, his cultural fit in right, Boulder. Right, That has been completely knocked. Non-factor. Knocked down. And Coach Prime is actually leaving a legacy of making an impact of, on the culture of Boulder. Yeah. Not, you know, for lack of a better term, assimilating to it. Right, right. I mean... It's been like mutual, um, I don't know what the word is, but embracing, I guess. Oh, totally. From CU and then from Coach Prime to CU. And that's that's love right there, man. Yes. Amen. Amen. Uh, if you needed another sign, though, Coach Prime put up an Instagram post today on his property of a empty like kind of area of land that he has. Mm-hmm. Caption says, new lake going in. What should I name it? I already have Lake Prime and Lake Time. Help me and please keep <laughs> it clean and kind. <laughs> I love it. Um, what should we name his lake? Lake Ralphie. Lake Ralphie? I don't know what a... Uh, I was thinking like Lake Dog or something like that. <laughs> Dog Lake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's Lake Ralphie. We can get behind that. And then Shador put out a tweet uh, over the weekend as well. This is actually just last night. Said, man, I'm thankful for those who want to come play at CU. Not everyone is built to play under the expectations. I love that. Oh, yeah. I love that. I mean, it was clear the last half of the season that the expectations here are a little different. Not just here, but like for CU around the country. Mm -hmm. And it's because of Shador and Coach Prime and Travis and what they brought in here. And it's what they're trying to establish, though. Reestablish, really, is this culture of not winning, dominating. Because that's what they want to do. Absolutely. Um, you, you know, Coach Prime has said it from the jump, but it, it really illuminated itself this year, which is you want to play for Coach Prime, you're going to get all the eyes. Mm-hmm. It's up to you whether or not that's a good or a bad thing, because if you're great, everyone's going to see it. And if you suck, everyone's going to see it. And that takes a certain type of dog to have that much confidence that they're not afraid of the bright lights. Yep. All right. Um, okay. Shout out to our friends at Shady Rays. Take on the winter sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with their premium polarized lenses uh, and strong, durable frames. They got hundreds and hundreds of combinations, guys. You can check them out online at shadyrays.com. Or if you are here in Denver, go to the Park Meadows Mall and you can shop the entire collection in person. Uh, they're all backed by their. Uh, replacement program or if you break or lose your shady rays they will replace them no questions asked even if you don't like your shady rays within the first 30 days they will replace them no <laughs> questions asked lake portal is a good one <laughs> lake peggy a lot of people have said yeah what about like 21 lake mm. lake 21 or lake 21 or two lake two yeah <laughs> the shader <laughs> Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use that code DMVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. 
And you can try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Let's get to 1,000 likes today. It's a fitting day Crush it. to hit 1,000 likes after what an incredible weekend it was for the Colorado Buffalo. It was really an incredible week. Keep saying weekend, but it stretches all the way back to what, Thursday? Yep. Thursday was when it all began, which some people have said Thursday is the new Friday. So I guess it's sure. just an extended weekend. I can get behind that. Um, if you are going to use an extended weekend to go skiing, do some uh, work out in your yard in the cold, you got to hit up our friends over at Hestra Job Gloves. These ones are specifically made for getting shit done. Yep. Um, so check out Hestra Job Gloves at www.hestrajob.us and use code DNVRJOB to get 30% off your next purchase, which is a great, great deal, 30% off these things. And I think I told this story once before, but I told my buddy the other day, I was like, oh, we got these sick gloves um, from one of our sponsors called Hester Job. And he was like, oh, those are the best. Mm -hmm. Like He's like, I literally had a gift card that I got for Christmas. I spent the whole thing on just getting some Hester Jobs because I wanted them so bad. Uh, so. Get some Hester Job gloves. Hestrajob.us. Use the code DNVRJOB to get 30% off. All right. Uh, just a few little extra notes here to run through before we get to questions. Um, it was made official. We knew this was coming, but JD and Taj Austin officially declared for the NFL draft. Yep. They were both graduate transfers coming in and are both going to be... Uh, taking their talents to the next level probably a pro day here sometime february marchish we'll get to see him there one more time at cu but they are trying to make the leap yep yep and i think both of them have a chance uh at the very least they're going to get an opportunity in a camp somewhere but i think um specifically jd who yes had sec production mm -hmm. uh, has a chance to get drafted in this in this uh next draft obviously we know zay uh, is going to be what we think maybe a top 100 pick. Yeah. Um, but he might not end up being the only buff that gets drafted. And obviously it helps your draft stock when you play for Coach Prime. Everyone gets a look at you. Yep. And he has the ultimate ability to pull strings. Yep. Uh, as we always say, his network is everyone. So um, Coach Prime will be putting the good word for guys who deserve it. I'm sure there's going to be a few more, too, that uh, kind of... I think Rod Ward declared for the draft as well. That was another kind of obvious one, was out of eligibility. Like, Maybe Javon Antonio? Yep, him as well. Um, and then we saw Van Wells committed to Oregon State. I don't know if you saw that. I did. So he links up with Coach Devan, who I'm, sh I'm pretty sure recruited him. He yeah. was the offensive line coach last year. Um, Wish the best for him. Of course. I I just worry about these guys going to Oregon State. I know, man. Hang in there, Connor. And then shout out to Buffs basketball, the Buffs men basketball team. Uh, yesterday, just put it on Miami, man. Without Cody Williams. Without Cody, yes. Beat him by 29, and it was incredible. It was so fun to watch that team break out because they've been kind of slogging along for uh, a, a couple weeks here. Mm-hmm. And even in the first half yesterday, it was still that like, yep. oh, man, they're on the verge of... I think they only had a one-point lead going into halftime. Yeah. And they had a bigger one. They kind of let it down at the end of the half, just like they did against CSU. So it was like, uh-oh, here we go again. Tristan turns it on. KJ turns it on. Eddie turns it on. Yep. Uh, and you saw the, the, the blowtorch 
that is that <laughs> basketball team yeah. when they're all going. Uh, there were six buffs in double figures. Hadley had 11. KJ had 20. Uh, Julian Hammond started in place of Cody. He had 11. And then, of course, Tristan. Tristan almost had a triple-double, by the way. One away. Yep. 22 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. Eddie had 11 points. Luke O'Brien had 13 points. He hit three threes. He also had five rebounds and two assists. Um, and then Hassan Jop got into the game late. Uh, Jope. Jope. Bang got Dak got in. I mean, they were kind of emptying the clip at the end there, but they yep. really dominated Miami. It was awesome. Number 15 Miami. They go to the East Coast, mm -hmm. uh, which is a neutral site game, but definitely an easier trip for Miami. Yep. And run them straight off the floor. So uh, a really nice feeling for that team. They're 26th now in the rankings. And Miami's Somehow, still 24. What is going on? What are we doing there? It would uh -oh. be one thing if the game was close. I know. Um, but the Buffs have done this before. They did it last year against uh, Tennessee and Texas A&M. I think both of those were neutral site games, and they ended up coming out on top with big wins. It's obviously obvious that this team has the talent to kind of hang with anyone and make a run in the tournament. It's just about you know being more consistent, I think, which has kind of been their battle going back to last year. Yep. Uh, they start a four-game homestand now. They got Northern Colorado on the 15th. I think that's Friday. What are the four games? Northern Colorado, Utah Tech, Washington, and Washington State. Okay, so conference play begins. Uh, the 29th, they play Washington, and then the 31st on New Year's Eve, they'll play Washington State. Washington beat Gonzaga this weekend. Oh, really? Yep. Pac-12 had a great weekend in basketball. It was a good old Saturday night, 9 p.m. tip. Mm. So you know I bet on it. Of course. I had Washington Moneyline. Had to, man. It's great. How did you spend your first Saturday without real college football? Did you watch Army-Navy? I watched Army-Navy, and Spencer and I oh, you, made the decision yeah. to bet the over, and it was so one did of I. the most I electric them. wins. Oh, He told me, he's like, I bought it down to 27 and a half. Yeah. And I have never been more excited about a safety in my entire life i went navy money line with the over and uh we were this close Dang. man what are, why are we calling tush push with seven seconds left from like the three yard line what are we doing i i just think i don't know they put they put two calls in obviously out of the timeout as our last timeout, and that was the second call crazy um and then fcs playoffs did you watch any of that i did i watched montana Mm -hmm. um hank's squad yep therefore my squad because it's the only uh <laughs> team in the fcs playoffs that i have any connection to um and i came away thinking that we should get that six seven tight end from Furman or six eight yeah um add him to the fold but that montana game was electric and then i watched um what was the other one? Oh, South Dakota there were a few in villanova which had 45 mile per hour wins which yes. made for an interesting game too uh, I watched the, um, I want to say Illinois game, or not Illinois, Idaho. Oh, yeah, they in the played, Kibbe Dome. Yes, uh, I can't remember who they played. Um, and then just other news, I guess, North Dakota State, their coach, head coach, hired to coach defensive line, I think, at USC. Yeah. And this is the Buffs' first opponent next year, so they're going to need a new head coach. Yeah, uh, and it actually was a down year for North Dakota State. They're not even ranked. They have to get an at-large at bid, I guess is what you would call it, yeah. to get into the FCS playoffs, and now they're marching through it Yep. Um, because that's what North Dakota State does. Um, so it's kind of interesting because I remember talking to Henry about this. I go, 
a month ago and he was like oh yeah north dakota state's not what they used to be mm-hmm. well they just won 35 to 10 or something 45 17 45 17 um now they're in the semifinals against montana so we've always known it but that is no joke of a program coming in you kind of like that they're gonna have a little bit of instability yep. uh before they come over here for sure uh i watched idaho lose to u albany that's what i watched uh, yeah the I love the names of some of these like quarterbacks at this level. Yeah. The U Albany quarterback, his last name, Poffenbarger. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> By the way, I think that was the first game that Albany's ever won outside of the Eastern time zone. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Insane, man. Poffenberger? L- yeah. Louis Lake. How about that? Oh Lake Louie. <laughs> that's fire, DCB. That's fire. That you should tweet that one at him. Yeah. That might win. All right, yeah, yeah. We're ready, bro. What's going on over there, dude? You tangled yourself up <laughs> over there or what? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Um, no, no, Alyssa, back to back shows? I know. Unbelievable. She's twerking up a storm. <laughs> Uh, Leon says, why would Woods leave? He has a role and is a good player. Doesn't no same, indication that he's going to quite yet. No, but same reason any other guy would leave Better this program. NIL. Well, yeah, transfers come time. in and all of a sudden you don't have a starting role anymore. Yep. You want to go play. I mean, every single player in the country is taking a peek at the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Can we predict the starting line for next season? Uh, I think it's too early. Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. We, we'll get there. PPMG TV. Something like that. We will. Uh, when the D-Lines start announcing commitments. When they visit. <laughs> Friday or Saturday. What's the word on Trevor ETN? Any interest between the Buffs and Trevor? Haven't heard anything yet. What's annoying is like these Twitter accounts keep putting the Buffs just like on the Buffs logo on graphics of players. I know. And you're like, oh, is this like an on three or like one of these like graphics that they had made? And then you realize like you go back to the source and it's just like blue blood bias yep. like was like oh this could work out like they right. put us on the walter nolan princely right? oh yeah the yeah uh the dude from florida they yep. were on his they're on the walter nolan one they're on the trevor etn one and then people just save those photos and post them elsewhere and it's like oh did he say that these are the schoolies no no um so we don't know yet but obviously we know that there was some mild level of uh, mutual interest but we'll see where they where that goes live with trez or tez says who does Colorado love more prime or Jokic? oh that's tough the big thing is that not everyone in colorado is a buffs fan mm-hmm. it's very split so you have your buffs fans your rams fans you have air force you have obviously people that went out of state for school or so the losers is, who just don't like college football out here yeah so it is Jokic on the whole um but Prime obviously has a lot more national support. Look, love Jokic. He's amazing to watch, but prime easy choice for me. Well, I mean, Jokic is literally my favorite athlete of all time, Mm -hmm. but that's on a totally different scale. Yeah. Uh, And obviously the buffs are my first love. So there you go. Uh, Stanford Haggis says, are running backs scared of committing because of the lack of commitment to the run? Um, No, I don't think we even had a running back on campus. This last week, and I just don't think they've gone after one yet. Gone yep. after one yet. Joshua asked Draylon Miller or Aaron Butler. Uh, Draylon Miller, because he's a buff. Yep. 
Dude, I, I mean, I won't back off the fact that I love Aaron Butler. Yeah, as he's a, amazing. As a player, he's going to be awesome for someone. Eric asks, with the O-line as presently constructed, who benefits more of the run or pass game? Uh, well, the run game can only go up from here. <laughs> yeah. But the pass game, I, I'm actually going to pick the pass because... There's a lot of sash. Shador with time is going to be uh, a movie. Yeah. I'm serious. People are not ready for what he's going to be able to do if he gets to just stand back there and pick people apart. We got to get him back into JSU mode. Yep. What's crazy is that from like a touchdown to interception ratio, he was not far off that no. this year. That's just what makes it more like tantalizing. Like imagine if he actually had an offensive line, what mm -hmm. he could do. Mm -hmm. uh, Nick asks, what's up? Sorry if I missed this at all, but is there any update on Omar White? Is there still? I haven't seen anything. Basically no. since March when the... Um, lawsuit or the charges i guess were yeah. filed is it is he still listed on their commits yep. list okay uh -huh. lone wolf asks what do you think of brian early, early becoming the d-line coach think coach prime should go after him i think it's too early to tell <laughs> uh, no. i uh <laughs> it, you do need you do need uh someone okay here's i don't know what i'm trying to say Warren Sapp's coming in. We don't expect him to jump right into a full-time salaried coaching position, which obviously you have a limited amount of in college football. He could. Like, no one's going to be shocked if they give that to a gold jacket guy. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you could need to just add a coach and have Warren Sapp come in and work under him at first before eventually right. you know, elevating him or something along those lines. Um, there's clearly a relationship between Brian Early and Coach Prime. Uh, so maybe he ends up going in that direction, but uh, I don't know for sure. Lamar with the super chat asked, do you think Coach Prime is requiring these new commits to get in early and not show up whenever and out of shape like Cormani? Early enrollment should be paramount if we plan to win the Big 12 SCO. I th every coach who gets any type of commit wants their guys in there as soon as possible. Yep. Um, so it's just up to, I guess, the players. With, what do they have to graduate or yeah. do whatever? So There's a couple transfers, too, who came in late. Yeah. I think Jalen Ellis was one. I think Demoy was a later. Or also, no, he got there. Early. Did Jalen Ellis officially retire? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's done. Big Teasy, what's up, dude? Said, where are they at? What they saying? Who? Them fake haters. Coach Prime said, I'm about to get comfortable. Kick them feet up, Coach. Sko buffs. Appreciate you, Big Teasy. Nailed it. Don Peasy, the Great Wall of Boulder was created right before our eyes this weekend. What a time for CU. What a time for college football. Amen. Amen. That's uh, just wait, man. Just wait. Changing the game. Yep. Uh, what's up, Chris? Just a shout out, Jake and RK, for keeping everyone informed and in check during the ups and downs. Fun show today. Appreciate you, man. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Chris. Uh, Luis says, number two already building the bond with the OL. Took them out to... Bowl. Bowl. Oh, okay, sweet. Love to see that, man. Let's go. I don't even know where you'd do that there's not a bowling alley in boulder except for at the umc they could have just gone there i guess yeah uh don peasy with two super chats perfect opportunity to name it boulder mm. <laughs> and because we'll be bowling over defenders yeah. this fall too <laughs> for real uh what's the other don peasy super chat yeah yeah uh it says lake him or boulder lake we already do have boulder reservoir yeah um Lake Him is pretty good, too. Lake Him is sick. <laughs> uh, what's up, Sean? Says Prime offered the naming rights of the lake for sale. There you go. <laughs> We're a uh, 
sizable donation to the NIL yes. collective. Lake DNVR, baby. <laughs> the biggest uh, donation to the 5430 collective gets the name Coach Prime's Lake. I love it. Uh, original says, who was your guest for the big flip on signing day? Uh, Boot Carter's got to be the favorite. Jaquan McRoy's in there. I was going to pick uh, McCroy. Either of them would be amazing. Yep. Both of them would be incredible. Yep. The interesting thing is, like, does McCroy, you know, the big thing for him was, like, I see an instant opportunity to play. Does he still see that once this whole transfer class plays itself out? Mm-hmm. Not to say he shouldn't, but does that hurt the ability there? Yep. Uh, I think that's Brian Woods. Breen? Brian? Breen? Breen? Uh, either way, thank you for the super chats. They say, Ryan, last week you had mentioned that we are going to be needing ETN from Florida. Is Dylan hitting the portal? I didn't say we're going uh, to be. I said there's a chance that Trevor becomes more of a priority, and that's I'll leave it at that. All right. Anything else, Yaya? Man, what a show today. We went a little long for y'all. I know y'all asked for it. Uh, people are saying two hours. I don't know if we have two hours in us. We did get about an we're, hour 15. We're an hour 20 in right now. All right. There you go. Uh, I could have done two hours. I could... I got nowhere to be. I, I mean, stay here all day. sure. We don't have a show at until <laughs> five anyway. So. Yeah. Um, no, but appreciate you guys for all of your excitement. Um, these shows are always the best when we know like, oh, this is going to be a fun one. Everyone's excited. Um, oh, we do have something to talk about. We have to hit a thousand likes. That's what we have to talk about. Travis Hunter ah. was named first team All-American all-purpose player. How dare we almost forget to I say know. that. First team All-American. First one at Colorado since 2010. Um, man, I already have post-Travis Hunter dread. Bro, I, I got it the minute he committed here. It's like, damn, we only get 24 games in this I know, guy. and then we fucking lost some because of Henry Blackburn. Yeah, thanks, um, Henry. So I'm just, uh, I'm just so excited to cherish his last year here next year. Uh, protection or throw it to Travis. Travis is going to keep making incredible plays on defense. He deserves every bit of this. Um, he is absolutely an All-American, and I'm excited uh, for him and Shador to tug a war the Heisman next year. I mean, I don't say this lightly. I think he's the favorite, my favorite player I've ever seen like in person. That's awesome. He's just incredible. I absolutely love watching him play football. Like it yep. just gives me so much joy when he's out there and we're able to be at Folsom Field or wherever we are. Yep. And he's just out there doing his thing. That's because he plays with so much joy. He lives with so much yeah. joy. Yeah. Um, he's just he's one of the greatest players I've ever seen. And to be able to watch his career like start off or not start off, he obviously started at Jackson State, but just the build up of his career, like right in front of our eyes, it's really special. It is really special and like I said, just soak it up. I remember feeling this way about LaVisca. Yeah. Uh, and LaVisca wasn't even quite on this tier. Um, but it's like one day you're going to be telling your kids. Exactly. I watched him play at Folsom Field, and mm-hmm. it was special. So uh, I I hate that we have to wait so long to see him play football I again. Know. But super happy that he got the recognition he deserves. And next year... He'll be All-American offense, defense, and all-purpose. Yep. He, he deserves it, man. Um, and honestly, he's kind of robbed by Henry Blackburn and that injury because yes. it derailed his season. It derailed CU season. And we just didn't get to see Travis at his full potential this year. And that's always going to hurt, I think, just looking back on of this course, season. Of course. And his worst game was his first game back. 
Yep. And it ended, up being, it ended up being CU's worst game of the season, really. Uh, or at least worst half of the season and one that is going to sting for a while. Yeah. I mean, again, he's just amazing. Just watching. You never know what he's going to do next. And when he does something, it's almost like a freak out moment every time. Yep. Another super chat from Lamar. Jake, did you see the Cam Silman Craig hype video? I did. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. I got cropped out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Only because he had to make it the, the Instagram size, yeah. but I was I was like, oh, I'm, I'm right over there to the right. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but shout out Cam, man. Oh, dude, I love Cam. Like I said, next year I'm putting him at starter at every position. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> Uh, 2,400 people watching. That's crazy, man. Uh, if y'all enjoyed the show, hit the like button. Also, subscribe to the podcast. If you're not able to make the lives, we're in your pocket wherever you go. Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you're new here, we do this every day. Yep. Monday through Friday. Um, five days a week. Same time, same place. Uh, go to thednvr.com to keep up with all the moves that Coach Prime and the Buffs are making. The Prime Tracker was just published yesterday. 2,000 words already. Ooh, yeah. Check out the Prime Tracker, man. Uh, last minute super chat from Gerald, I think that says. Appreciate you, man. Thanks, Gerald. All right. Hit that thumbs up. We're so close to 1,000. It's great to be a buff. Let's go buffs. Let's go buffs. We're just getting started. <laughs>